welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. Guys, today we've got a great guest on. Her name is Shanta Austin. And she's going to be talking about her business, Sajay Hair Collection. Sajay Hair Collection is more than just a hair brand. They are a community of women who empower and support each other in their journey to self-love and confidence. Sajay Hair Collection believes that confidence is the key to radiance. I agree. And that's why they cater to women experiencing hair thinning and hair loss. Their mission is simple to help women enhance or regain their confidence and to look and feel beautiful. They understand that hair plays a huge role in how we feel about ourselves and they're dedicated to providing easy to wear solutions that give women the luscious locks they desire. So without further ado, hi Shanta, welcome to the podcast. Hi Carla, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for you to be here again. We did an episode with your friend Leah that I hope everyone gets a chance to check out. It's about um, healthy girlfriend relationships. So that was fun. And so now I've brought you back on because we want to talk about your business and why you started Sajay Hair Collection. So let's just start there. What does Sajay mean? Well, Sajay stands for my, it's essentially my legacy. Okay. So my first name starts with an S and my oldest daughter, her name starts with an A, my twins, their names start with a J and my granddaughter, her, her name starts with an E. So S-A-J-J-E is Sajay. Oh, I like that. Thank you. It's always interesting, like how people come up with the names for their businesses. And I love it when there's like a good story behind it. So your goal for your business is to leave a legacy for your children and your children's children. (laughs) Absolutely. 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 That's what we all should be doing, right? When we think about starting businesses, it's like, what is the end goal here? And the end goal is for us to create this business, to build wealth and that wealth to trickle down to our seeds. So that's awesome. Um, So tell me about your business. So my business, we cater to, as as you've mentioned, we cater to women that experience medical related hair loss. Okay. So that can be anything from, you know, I think some of the more obvious um, cancer, obviously yeah. hair loss from cancer, as well as lupus. Some okay. people don't realize that lupus does impact uh, significant hair loss, as well as alopecia 
And another that many people don't realize, and uh, including a lot of women don't realize it until after the fact, is menopause, perimenopause and menopause, which mm-hmm. causes significant thinning and hair shedding. Mm-hmm. Well, the body is just an amazing thing, right? Like, I did not know that menopause caused hair loss. Yes. Uh, so I'm learning yes. something new right now, too. And I also didn't know that lupus caused yes. hair loss. Yes. I, have, yes. I have a family member who has lupus. It's not a, a female, but it's my little brother, my younger brother, he's not little, uh, but he's had lupus for, gosh, uh, almost, no, over 20 years now. And yes. I didn't realize that that was one of the side effects. So is that from the medication or is that just a part of like the body kind of attacking itself? Well, lupus is an autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. right? So with an autoimmune disease, you know, it runs the gambit as far as which body parts are impacted. Mm. And with many, with many women, and I'm sure many men, um, but it, it impacts, it's an autoimmune disease that impacts uh, the hair or the hair follicles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just one of the side effects, rather. Okay. So it might not hit you that way. Correct. Got correct. It, got but it. there are many, there are many women that have been impacted um, by lupus as well as many other, um, many other autoimmune diseases that it impacts their hair. Mm-hmm. Tell mm-hmm. me about why you, you wanted to do this. So it's interesting. I started down the path, the, the whole background. Um, it, I did not initially start down this path okay. to focus on women that experience hair loss. However, once you start getting down to, you know, your why and the root of why you're doing what you were doing at my core, um, just overall, I know that I have a purpose to help other people. Okay. And that, that shows up in, and has shown up in many of many different areas of my life, whether it be, you know, my staff, my employees, or my friends, you know, people that I know, I just, I like to help others. And so once I started doing the research and started realizing how many women were impacted by medical related hair loss, including myself, I wanted to be a part of the change and have a purpose and not just sell hair for the sake of selling hair, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that, I think this is an overlooked area and there's not as much awareness to people across the board that many women that wear hair extensions and wigs are doing so not just for vanity purposes, but also because they are dealing with something at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do that. And again, myself being someone who also experienced medical related hair loss, you know, in two different areas, really um, alopecia, as well as menopause, menopause being the most significant. Yes. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it, it can really impact your confidence. And I like that you are really touching on the awareness part of it, because I just think the more people understand, the more compassion they'll yes. have. Right. It, it really is about doing life with compassion and kindness. And the more we remain ignorant, I think the more ignorant things come out of our mouths. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like um, men asking me, because I, I suffer from alopecia. For those of you in the audience who don't know, I suffer from alopecia, which is one of the reasons why a conversation like this is very near and dear to my heart, because I really want people to understand what those of us who 
have alopecia or who are suffering from hair loss from any other medical related reason, what we're going through. And when I use the word suffering, I really mean it because we do suffer. And recently, more recently in the last few months, I've become more vocal and uh, visible with my hair loss because I want to be the person who's brave enough. And I say brave because people will come at you with negativity, but brave enough to show the world what we're going through. Mm. And so, you know, when you talk about confidence and you talk about regaining it uh, or getting it to begin with, it's, it's important because people say silly things. I remember, you know, guys coming up and asking me, you know, that, that know me, like your hair is cute like that. Do you ever wear it down? Mm. (laughs) I don't, Mm. I don't wear it down because I can't wear it down. And then it's, it's a little humiliating, right. But you, you feel the need to explain, right. And I'm like, I can't wear it down because, you know, my hair is gone from the middle. I only have perimeter hair, which, and I make a little joke about it because I'm, I'm nervous and I'm embarrassed, but that's, this is the only way that I can wear my hair or I can get a wig or I can shave it off. So I will never wear my hair down because I'm not able to do that. And I think conversations like the one that we're having right now is important because it really helps to people for people to understand, you know what, let me just accept that this person showed up like that and she looks really beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know in, what I mean? In whatever way we show up. Exactly. In whatever way, if I showed up with my hair mm-hmm. exposed with the, the balding in the middle, it's okay. <laughs> it, it, it's okay. I've seen women who have just said, you know what? I'm not ready to cut all my hair off now, right now, but it's thin and it's bald in certain places. I don't want to wear a wig because maybe it's hot outside and I'm just going to go out like this and, and people will stare. But the more we know about medical related hair loss, the less we're able, we're going to judge those people. And say, oh, what is happening there? Oh, you know what? That might be alopecia or that might be somebody who is going through cancer treatment or that might be somebody who is going through, you know, menopause or perimenopause. We got to understand what's happening with people. No, we do. And I think one of the things that, you know, one of the things that I tell my children all the time, Mm -hmm. we, we actually just had this conversation uh, last weekend, we were out of town and I was having a conversation with my daughter about something. And she was like, oh, wow. She was like, I feel so bad. I didn't know. And she hadn't done anything wrong, but she was just, you know, she was mentioning someone that was like literally talking her ear off. And mm. when I shared something with her about it, she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't know. I feel so bad. I said, it's nothing to feel bad about, you know, but just be aware Yep. As I tell you guys all the time, I tell them all the time, you never know what someone else is dealing with. Right. You never know what they're dealing with. So when you become aware, then you have the compassion. I think we need to normalize the reverse. Let's just have compassion for people and understand that they may be dealing with something. Yeah. And as opposed to giving them comp- compassion only after we realize, yes. okay, she has alopecia. Uh, she's dealing with menopause. All of her hair is falling out. Let's just normalize having compassion on the front end. And that way we can show up for them in a different way if they need us to, after we find that, you know, after they share with us, you know, mm-hmm. oh, well, I have this going on. Because we sh- it should not be a prerequisite that, you have to explain to someone in order to get that compassion. Exactly. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. So with your with your product, what do you what do you have available? So I provide um, hair. I provide high quality hair extensions, wigs, frontals, closures. I refer to them all as hair solutions because it is a solution. Mm-hmm. You know, we throw around the you know, oh well, I want to wear a wig. I want to wear a weave. When in essence, it's a solution to a problem that exists for many women, whether it's, you know, our our thinning edges or our hair loss on the top of our head or throughout our head, it's ultimately a solution. Mm -hmm. So a couple of questions relating to that response. When you say quality hair, right, there are tons and tons of hair available to purchase on the Internet, in the stores. What what do you what constitutes quality hair? So for me, that's, that's been high, high priority for me. I vetted tons of vendors because obviously the hair comes from overseas. You can get it from China. You can get it from India. You can actually also get it from Russia, which I don't, um, but it comes from overseas, right? So vetted tons of vendors and tested out the hair. I actually had a focus group that tested the hair, gave me honest feedback, didn't charge them, but one of their feedback on, you know, you're a busy mom, you're a manager of, you know, a, a business and you work 12 hours a day. Uh, you're a doctor, you're, you're working on your feet 12 hours a day. You need ease and convenience. You don't have time to, you know, worry about if the hair is falling out. You know, hairdressers that work with various clients, you know, high end, um, you know, or, high end or not as high end, mm-hmm. you know, how does this work for you? So I used a focus group to vet out the hair, test it out and determine whether or not, you know, is this going to one, as you're combing through it, is it falling out? Is mm-hmm. it shedding? Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's very common. You know, you go to, you know, you order hair on Amazon or you order hair online and you get the hair and it lasts you two months, three months, if that. You know, and it costs a lot months. of money still. Mm-hmm. And it, it costs a lot of money. And it's, you know, hair solutions, they're an investment. Mm-hmm. So when I say quality, I mean, I want something that is going to one, retain their investment so that if someone purchases one of my products or some of my products, they're not just keeping it for the short term. If they choose to purchase additional hair extensions or hair solutions, a different type, a different style, you know, it being based on their choice, not because of the necessity, because the prior hair didn't last and it all shed all over the place. Right. So quality, I want them to be able to get the return for their investment. I want it to look good as they go out. Um, I have, I I joked with someone one time over the holidays, um, my twins had gotten fevers and you know, they weren't feeling great and they were healing. And then I got, you know, kind of the bug that they had and I was healing. Of course, my hair was wrapped up, you know, in a scarf, sometimes not mm-hmm. for well over a week because it was during, uh, I think my daughter was was healing on Christmas as well. So I joked with someone else and said, oh, I said, I should do a video, although I look, you know, not so great right now. I should do a video and say, my biggest flex is I've had my hair, you know, wrapped up or not over the last week and a half, and I can just run my hair, my hands through it, Mm, right? mm -hmm. 
you know, because yeah, I don't want it to be all matted up in a ball and looking a mess because I've been in the bed for a week, you know? Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen the matted look. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. And no one wants to invest hundreds of dollars into something that is going to give that matted, that matted look a week later. Mm -hmm. Can we, can we talk a little bit about like installing these, you know, particular products because I know that there are some people who are dealing with hair loss, but it's not permanent. Right. And so we might need some of these products just for temporary purposes. And so how do we protect our edges? How do we protect our scalp? You know, cause you see a lot of videos and it's a lot going on with the glue and the, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is the reason why so many people are suffering from hair loss right now. Right, All that right. stuff that you're putting on your head right now can't be good. So I think it's important, you know, when we talk about quality hair, really talking about the importance of installing the hair properly so that your scalp is safe and the hair that you can that you currently have is also protected and your edges. Right. No, for sure. One of the um I as it relates to the different ways to install, you know, mm-hmm. wigs are great. My wigs happen to be glueless wigs so you don't have to use glue for them Um, in order to get what you need for your particular situation I tell this to the people that reach out to me people that I speak with because I am not a hairdresser I suggest that they reach out to their hairdresser and get a consultation get a consultation to see what you need because okay. just because you see a YouTube video where someone is doing this amazing wig install, but they're putting a lot of glue on it, they may have more of their edges than you do. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your edges, you don't necessarily want to go down that path. But are there some other options available for you? Sure. It just might not be that option. Are you interested in maintaining the hair that you do have, you know, and stimulating certain areas if you're able so that that hair can grow back? You know, if you are, then have a a consultation, reach out to a hairdresser. I refer to hairdressers. If I know of a hairdresser that's in other states, in other states, I'll refer to other hairdressers. But I think that's one of the first steps that people should do when they're considering getting any type of hair solution is have a consultation with a professional hairdresser, not someone that's just doing hair on the side who doesn't know the ins and outs of healthy hair growth and stimulating the scalp so that there can possibly be hair growth again. Um, See what works best for based on your situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that you're using the word investment because it is an investment. It's an investment of your time for your research. And it's an investment in the product that you decide to purchase. It's an investment in the consultation, even to go and get a diagnosis, a proper diagnosis of what it is that you're dealing yes. with, like how important that is instead of like for me for years, just covering it up. I'm just going to cover this up with braids. And finally, at one point I went to go get my hair rebraided. I had taken all of the braids out and the, the time that she had braided it before, she said, oh, you know, your hair is thinning. And I was like, I know, I know I'm going to address it. No, and good well, I wasn't going to. I just wanted to like sweep it under the rug. So mm-hmm. then I took my braids out and I went, I made an appointment and I went back and took the hair and everything, sat down. She looked at my scalp. She said, uh-uh. I mm-hmm. said, what do you mean? She said, I am not going to be a part of this. 
And I said, what, what do you mean? She said, I'm not putting braids in your hair. I told you that you need to go and get this checked out. Like your hair is lo you're losing more and more hair every time you come. And sis, I really just need you to go and get this checked out. And I cried and mm. didn't know what I was going to do. Cause I really had planned on getting it braided and being able to walk out of there with my style. But she forced me to go and get it checked out. And then I went to a trichologist and got, you know, a diagnosis and then had a biopsy. And it's like, yeah, you have scarring alopecia. And so these smooth parts on your head, there is very little chance of the hair growing back because that follicle is closed over. And so what you need to do is really protect the hair that's left. You know, that's one of your options or you can you can get your hair cut. Mm. Um, but I just I respected that so much because she was like, you you can't keep doing this to yourself, like get a proper diagnosis, which is what I'm encouraging everybody to do and what you're encouraging people to do on top of that, even with the diagnosis to go to a professional stylist and say, this is what I'm thinking, like, what are my options here for what I'm dealing with my own personal individual struggle right now? What is the what's the proper thing that I can do not to make it worse? But to feel beautiful. And like you said, with the Sajay hair collection, to regain my confidence, to feel beautiful when I go out. And not that you can't be involved. That's fine, too. But some of us just aren't ready to do that. So instead of going into survival mode, let me just grab this. Let me go watch this YouTube. Let me do this glue and glue it down to my... Like, like let's stop doing that. Right. Right. And, and, and that's it. And, you know, one thing about us, for women in particular especially African-American women. Like, mm -hmm. what are we taught from childhood? That our know? hair is our crown and glory. Yes, yes, we are. I mean, we have that ingrained into our hair. So with that being ingrained into our head and like, we, you get your hair done. Oh, you look cute. Right. You know, oh, oh you look gosh. nice. Oh, you're not going out of the house like that. Yep. If your hair isn't done. You're yep. not going out of the hair with your hair, out of the house with your hair looking raggedy. So all of these things are ingrained into us, but who else are they ingrained into? The people that are around us. So even if it's not a little girl, you know, they have brothers, they have cousins, you know. So all of these things, we're hearing these things. So we have so much that surrounds our confidence based on our hair. Mm -hmm. So then when you when you find yourself in a, in a situation where you can't do anything about it. I think it's very easy to not be vocal about it. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? So you mm -hmm. don't even know the questions to ask. But as opposed to, you know, addressing it, and, and to your point, your, your stylist saying, hey, I'm not going to do anything with this, you need to go get this checked out. It's much easier for us to stay silent, Yep. Not talk about it, not address it and do something that's going to cover it up, even if what covers it up isn't fixing the issue. Yeah. Right. We're just keeping it covered up. And you know what? There's a hole down there. Let's just not deal with it. Ugh. We'll just cover it up with a wooden plank so that people can walk over it. But we're not going to deal with the real issue. No, let's let's fix the hole. Yeah. Let's fix the hole. Let's go to, in my case, I went to my dermatologist and there were a number of things going on at the time, but my hair was, I mean, it was insane how my hair was shedding like crazy And my hair. You know, my hair has always been pretty long with the exception of if I've cut it, but I would pull hair 
I'd brush my hair. And when I say long strands yep. with the little white bulb at the end from yep. the root. Oh, you don't want to see the bulb. You don't want to see the bulb. Like Ooh. there's a difference between that and breakage. Yes. Breakage, breakage. Okay, the scalp is intact. Mm -hmm. But you see that little white bulb. Honey, you, you know. in trouble. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it's normal for our hair to shed a bit, but if it's shedding like that constantly, running your hand through your hair and long strands of hair coming out, it's like, oh no, that's a problem. And oh. and with me, I did find out that, you know, quite honestly, I'm not even sure at this point because I did consult my dermatologist. And I also had been seeing my OBGYN, okay. you know, because of, I had him test me for menopause. I entered into menopause early while well, I was in perimenopause uh, and then I entered into menopause early, but I had him test me. So these both ran consecutively. So I'm not sure which came first, whether okay. it was the menopause or if it was the alopecia, which is what my dermatologist determined and made you know recommendations from there so mm -hmm. i'm not sure which it was um yeah mm -hmm. yeah well i you know i'm so glad that you're here just to talk about what you offer because people should go in and they should take a look at the website right you have things on the website i do i do have things on that i have, I have various hair solutions on the website um, I have reviews that include reviews from actual stylists. Okay. What I have not put on the website just yet, which I intend to, is referrals. Okay. You know, referrals. I think for that, you know, I, I tend to overthink some things at times and I want to be able to refer everywhere, right? Okay. You know, but there's a lot of states, there's a lot of cities. Um, and some people have reached out to me, asked questions, and I've been able to reach someone that may know someone that they can refer in a different state. Okay. Um, but, you know, primarily I'm located in California. So most of my referrals that I know of personally with, you know, a, a, where I can give a direct referral are here locally. Okay. So with your products, they don't, do they order them online or do they have to get them from a stylist? No, they order them online. So I have a couple of things going. Uh, they can order online directly from my website. Okay. I do have some stylists that I am currently working in, working with where I have my products in salons. I have uh, a couple of beauty supplies and several salons that also have my products. Uh, the one thing about that is they are, they purchase my products wholesale. Yep. So they're, they're not branded under my brand name, um, okay. but they are located in different states, which is awesome. And as well as here locally in the state of California. Um, so I think we're up to about six different locations now. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah, pretty yeah. exciting. <laughs> pretty exciting. And these are from, you know, these are tenured um, hairstylists that know hair. So that's that's pretty awesome that uh, that's you know, important. They yeah. tested the quality and yep. saw that okay, this is this is good. Right. It, it it just it gives you more credibility, you know, when you're working with a stylist who's a veteran because they know they've been there. They've done that. They've seen it all. So the fact that you have tenured stylists who are really promoting the product is really important for your brand. So I love that. Um, how do people find your brand? They can find me online. My website is sajaycollection.com. It's again, S-A-J-J-E collection.com. 
I am also located on all social media platforms under Sajay Hair Collection. So that's Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I am on Facebook. I am also on YouTube. Growing my YouTube channel. All right. Exciting. It is. It's very exciting. So if you all want to connect with Shanta, please find her in any of those ways. Social media. You can email her. You can go to her website. I'm sure the email address is there for contact information. So be sure to check it out. And I just want to close with letting you know, as a person who has suffered from alopecia for years now, you are beautiful, whatever hairstyle you decide to rock, whether it's a bald head, whether it's a hair piece, whether it's a a full wig, whatever you decide, your beauty is going to come within from within it it really is. And it really is just about self love and self confidence, and really do affirming yourself every single day, every single day, and knowing who you are, who you who God created, right? Knowing that and understanding that. But also, if you decide that you want to, you know, get a hair piece and rock a hair piece or anything from this beautiful hair collection, do that and do you and show up exactly how you want to show up. So I just wanted to say that because it's a hard, it's a hard road. It really is a hard journey. Mm. Um, And I don't know if you want to close with anything else, but that's all I had to say. No, I think I just second that second, exactly what you said, you know, be, be confident in who you are. It's not what you have on, what you're wearing, how are you, how you're wearing your hair. I think that's a journey to get to that point, but do the work so that you can feel good any way that you show up. It's not based on what hair extensions you're wearing, what wig you're wearing, right? You know, while I have a hair solutions company, I also just promote confidence overall. And that's a temporary solution, or it can be a long-term solution, but it's Mm -hmm. just a solution. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to start one way and continue wearing, you know, hair solutions the rest of your life. If you choose to shave off your hair, right. Then do that, you know, but just be content and confident in yourself so that however you show up, that's what exudes. Exactly. And I, and that's why we are in alignment and that's why you're here is because this podcast is just for women in their fifties and above and whoever, if you, even if you're not in your fifties, we want you to leave every episode feeling empowered and feeling like, okay, I can evolve and get to the next level of optimal living for me, whatever that looks like for you as an individual. So I'm just so glad that we met Shanta. I'm so glad that we are aligned and able to do, you know, life together here in LA. Cause I'll be seeing you again. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. So if you want to stay connected with GYSB movement, you can find me on, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as GYSB movement. And it stands for get your sexy back. I don't say that enough, but that's what it stands for. If you want to know more about the evolution of get your sexy back, there is a podcast episode that talks about how GYSB came to be. So check that out. It's down there. Um, in one of the, I think it's one of the first episodes, probably one of the first 10. Um, and I love to, you know, connect with you guys, however. So make sure you say hi, wherever you find me and let me know that you came from the podcast. Cause I want to know who's listening. And until then I will talk to you guys on the next episode. So take care. Thank you, Shanta. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
all content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.